Good morning. Good morning. I like that smile. Good morning. Today's scripture comes from Acts uh, 2, 1 through 11, and it reads, When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all of these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, uh, I can't see you, Mike. Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, uh, Phrygia and um, Pamphylia, to Serene and visitors of Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, in our own language, we hear them speaking about God's deed of power. The word of God for the people of God. We're going to pray for my eyesight next week. Amen. Lord, bless this time. Lord, give us your spirit, that we might hear what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. It is, uh, I guess, funny for me anyway. If you know me, I love movies. I don't really like a lot of TV shows. I'm not one to binge watch a lot of series. I do watch one. We're not going to talk about which one, but there is one. Uh, but, But I love movies, and I will watch a movie a thousand times, and every time that I watch it, I see something different. It, it, my wife often laughs at me because I'll, I'll watch a movie for the 15th time and go, ooh, and she says, what? I said, that'll preach. <laughs> because God is ever showing me things in the, the, the smallest of places that, that may have even been overlooked by the, the people that wrote it. it. It just, it speaks to me. I say that because um, there is a movie, well, a series of movies, so I guess I do watch series. Uh, uh, called Pirates of the Caribbean. You're not going to hear a lot about Jesus in the movie. Uh, you're, you're not going to uh, see them open the Bible and read Scripture. And so I, I'm not promoting it as a, a sense of gospel truth. But in this particular movie, it, it, it always amazes me because the, the, the captain, Captain Jack Sparrow, always knows where he wants to go, but he doesn't always know how to get there. He, 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 in one case, he said, all right, we need to go to this island. And his first mate says, well, how do we get there? He said, uh, let's go to this place and get people so that we can staff the boat. And they get there and they staff the boat. And then they say, all right, so how do we get there? And he said, uh, let's go here and get the supplies that we need. And, and, and finally, everything is ready on the boat, but they really have no heading. They don't know exactly which way they are going to go. And all of a sudden, this breeze. Or this wind goes across the boat. 
and a light bulb goes off. It's like it, it, all of a sudden he knows exactly where to go and he gives them the heading and all of a sudden their path is set. Their course is set. And looking at that, I, I find myself really looking at the disciples in this portion of Scripture and, and, and thinking a lot like uh, Jack in that area. They, they knew that they were supposed to go and be a witness of Jesus to all uh, people. They know that they were given a charge to go ye therefore. They, they, they knew that they would receive power and, and, and they knew that they were called to go, but they were also told to wait. And so while while all of them, all of the staff, if you will, were together in a room, it said it was about 120 of them that devoted themselves to prayer during this time. While 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 they they had uh, the firsthand accounts of what had happened and being able to talk through uh, those accounts and build on each other's faith, what, what they were lacking was the the true direction of how do we uh, go be therefore and, and, and witness to all of these people and, and, and make this impact that Jesus has called us to make? How, how do we within ourselves do that? And then all of a sudden, there was the sound of a mighty rushing wind that went through and, and the Holy Spirit opens this thing up in, in such a way that their, their path is forever set, that their, their, their footsteps are forever ordered, that the truth is forever before them. You see, oftentimes when we talk about this, this, these tongues that everyone gets, we talk about this prayer language, but, but in this scripture, the, the, the tongues that are, are, are defined that the Holy Spirit has given are, are, are tongues that are, are known. It is, it is all of those places that I, I read or tried to read before my eyes gave out, and some of them I mispronounced. But, but of course, uh, the, the people that were there were like, hold on now. If, if these are these Galileans, these people that aren't quite as educated as all of us good folk, then how do they know how to speak my language? How do they know how to, to relay this message to me? How could they possibly... Give it to me the way that they are giving. And if Jesus has said that they are going to be witnesses to the nations, then, then it is this moment where Jesus equips them to go ye therefore like never before. It is this moment where the Spirit of God rests on them and says all things are possible. It is this very moment that we find that, that, that the Spirit of God is beginning to lead and guide them into all truth. It is in this moment that now not only do they have their destination, what they are called to do, their purpose and their promise, but they also have their course. In this portion of Scripture, <laughs> in this portion of Scripture, we find that these disciples, these people, have now been equipped to speak languages that they never learned and to talk to people that they've never talked to and to be that witness that Jesus has called them to be. This Holy Spirit that we find that does several different things, he, he, the Holy Spirit who grasps us into the body, the Holy Spirit that leads and guides us into all truth, the Holy Spirit that regenerates and rejuvenates us. And as the songwriter said, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. This, this Holy Spirit that rests upon the apostles, that rests upon the disciples of Jesus, that equipped them and that guided them into the truth that was set before them. 
is now also the Holy Spirit, as the Scripture says, that convicts the world or those that, uh, 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 that are uh, unsaved uh, in righteousness and sin and in judgment, not condemning them, but, but pricking them in such a way when they hear that witness from uh, the disciples of Christ that they realize that something is wrong in my life, that, that they will realize that, that the way I have been living uh, isn't necessarily the way that I know I should be living, that, that pricks them and, and makes them think that there has to be something more than this. They says that Peter stood before this multitude and on that day 3,000 were saved and they all said, uh-oh, we really did crucify the Messiah. We really did kill this Jesus that they talked about. What, what must I do to be saved? My, my, my question, good people of God, is this. Now that the Holy Spirit has, uh, has come, now that the Holy Spirit permeates our very lives and being, now that the Holy Spirit rests on us, the disciples of Jesus Christ, what are we doing now that it has rejuvenated us and washed us and, 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 and propelled us in our faith. What, what steps are we taking now that our course has been set? Why are we still standing still? The Spirit of God, as it permeates all of our lives, the Spirit of God, as it dwells within us, the Spirit of God that leads and guides us into all truth, the Spirit of the living God, the Holy Spirit that, 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 that comes and shakes us loose and says, uh, uh, there is a better way, there is a more excellent way. This Jesus that I've heard about, this Jesus that, that my grandmother told me about is the very Jesus that I need in my life, the, the Spirit of God that, 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 that pricked the heart of that individual that, that you have talked to that has changed everything around them. It, it, the Spirit of God is still very present today. Amen. And so if the Spirit of God is very present and the charge is still true, and the purpose is still on our lives. We yet have work to do. My question is, how, how, much, uh, how many more people would come into the reality of who Jesus is if we in our communities uh, gave that, 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 that message of hope, that message of faith, if we in our communities lived a life that preached a sermon that says, my God is able, my God is good, my God is faithful, his promises are true, my God yet lives but gave his life for me. It, 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 is, it is a message that is life-changing. How many lives could be changed by that message from us? How many Lives could be changed by Viviana in Iowa or, 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 or I think it's um, Martha in Texas or, or our, our musicians, uh, our drummers and our keyboardists in Maryland or, or, or Bella at the Mount of Quartz. What is it? Quartz Mountain. I was almost there. How many lives could be changed if we allowed the Holy Spirit to work in our lives that others might be engrafted into the body of Christ? How many lives could be different? You see, the charge is to go ye therefore and make disciples of all people groups. That means that there, there is a call on all of our lives to reach someone. I will never be able to talk to everyone and they hear me. You will never be able to talk to everyone and they hear you. But together we can talk to a large group of people and based on our experiences, based on our upbringing, based on the language that the Holy Spirit allows us to, uh, to, to, to speak, 
we should be able to cover a lot of ground. There are people in prison that will never listen to me because I don't know their dialect. We still speak English, but their, their interpretation, their slang may be different. But there may be somebody in here that has, has been there. There may be someone online that, that has spent some time behind those walls. And as they have come into the reality of who Jesus is, when they are stronger, the Bible says to go strengthen your brother, they speak the language. There are people in Houston that, that speak the same type of street slang that I grew up speaking. And though they might not hear your voice, they may hear mine. There are people right here in the village that grew up with you, that know you, that, that have seen you, that, that, that know the change that has occurred in your life. And those are the people whose language you speak. So the question is, based on the language that God has given you, based on the life that you have lived, who is God calling you to speak to? If we look at Pentecost as simply a singular event where the Holy Spirit came, sound like wind in the, the room, uh, fire above everybody's heads. Whew, that was beautiful. It was one time and, and God forever be glorified for the single occasion that happened to the disciples. And we close our Bibles and we go home. We have missed it. Because the Holy Spirit has not gone anywhere. The charge has not left our lives. And what is before us is still wonderful. It's still big. And it's still greater than even you have a conception of. And so on this day, where we talk about how the Holy Spirit has moved in the lives of the disciples, I invite you to allow the Holy Spirit to move in your life in similar fashion. We have been given a charge. We know that our lives, each of our lives, has divine purpose. We know that there is nothing but greatness in front of us because God has already assured us the victory. And so now that we have, have all of those facts in place, now that we know that the Spirit of God still permeates the very places that we stand now, that we know that He leads and guides us into all truth now, that we know that there is now therefore no condemnation of those that believe now, that the enemy can no longer restrain us and condemn us now, that we know that the very Word of God, the very message of the Gospel is life-changing now, that we allow the Spirit of God to work in our lives, I would argue that our course is set. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.